Hello and welcome. My name is Brian Doherty. I'm a drummer, songwriter, studio owner, and music teacher located in the greater New York area. I spend much of my time collaborating with other songwriters and bands either by way of remote recording or in person. Lately, much of my work is done here in my home studio, recording drum tracks for music creators near and far. I'm also curious about what other musicians are up to and I really want to know how they navigate their way in the music business. As a result, I've been hosting this podcast. Thank you for listening. Today, I chat with guitarist composer Todd Myhan. Todd lives in the Hudson Valley area of New York and is an in-demand guitarist, both for sessions and for live work. Todd has several studio albums out as a solo artist. He's also the creator of a Thursday morning jam series where he posts new music every Thursday, which not only feature his guitar expertise, but also his songwriting, editing, and video skills. You can follow him on every social media platform, and I'll include links below. Without further ado, let's listen in. Your studio looks pretty good in there. Has anything changed? Thanks, man. Uh, yeah, a lot has changed since you were here. Uh, I got a new kit. Uh, What'd you get? It's a Mapex Saturn. Mm-hmm. It's uh, I bought it from a drummer I was playing with. Um, I like it. I definitely like it. Oh, here. Ah, I like that. Like like that yeah. finish. Yeah. Yeah, I like the finish too. I was tired of the red. I had the scratch. I had the red uh, finish. So I was just yeah. But it's uh, I'm always kind of doing work to it. I built some more of these. Oh, I built this cloud here. I don't know if you can see that. Oh yeah. <laughs> Very, very nice. Yeah, I put lights in it. Yeah, let me show you. That's yeah, take me on a studio tour. Was that desk here? I don't know if that desk. Was I there. I think it was. You, you had you had some sort of workspace over there. Maybe not. I have built more panels around the you know more around the drum set and everything. So. Looks great. Always always kind of working on it, you know. Since uh, since since we're here. Looking at gear in your studio, what are you what are you doing in your studio lately? What am I doing? I'm always work, working down here. I'm, uh, you know, I do my morning jam videos every week, uh, which has uh, you know probably takes me you know ten or twelve hours a week now at this point. But uh, right. recording the drums, you know, recording the bass, mixing it, recording the guitar, filming it. Uh, I'm writing some songs that I'm, I'm sitting on about six or seven songs now that I'm just kind of, you know, revisiting every month or so. And yeah, in the past, I've always, you know, I got to make a record. Yeah, yeah. I'm like trying, trying to write 10 songs and some of them I don't even like, but it's, you know, in hindsight, it's kind of, so I'm trying to like, you know, maybe put one out here and there, something I'm really proud of after really, really living with it and making little improvements and, uh, you know, because you know how it goes. You're when you're in it, it's difficult to you lose perspective, kind of. Absolutely, I, I do anyway. Um, but yeah, the jam, the morning jams, and just a little bit of recording for other people. You know, here people send me tracks, and I, you know, play nice break guitar parts uh, for it, and some of, some of the licensing stuff. I'm trying to you know do some of that. I've been hitting that pretty hard lately, actually. Uh, you were me. Oh my god! I don't know. That's probably that's me. not. 
that's my kids upstairs burning burning down the kitchen. Oh, is that your smoke detector? Yeah, that's the smoke alarm. Okay. I'm going to stay here and hope that the house is not burning down. You can go check if you need to. Hold that's a pretty important thing. Not, no, my wife is upstairs. Hopefully she's on it. Um, yeah, no, I'm, 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 first of all, I'm glad that, um, that I'm looking at your studio. I did want to talk to you at some point during this interview about studio work and how you use the studio. But since we're here, we could just start here. Um, so tell us about your morning jam. What is it? It's become this my morning like, a, like a ritual, not a ritualistic, <laughs> but a regular, you know, regular Thursday jam. And you've had some guest artists and it's sure. become so it's become a social media. Uh, it's blown up on social media. So please tell us about it and tell us where people can find it. Well, people can find it on my YouTube channel. Um, just search T-O-D-D, Myhan, M-I-H-A-N. Uh, that's my channel name or toddmyhand.com. You know, you can check it out through that too, my website. Uh, it started about seven years ago, just kind of super rough when I go back, when I go back and watch some of those, uh, an iPhone and just kind of uh, making a little track and playing over it, you know, and then it kind of, I don't know, I guess I did it maybe four or five weeks in a row. And then just kind of decided I was going to do it every Thursday at a specific time. Uh, you know, and then the episodes just, you know, got to a hundred episodes, mm -hmm. the quality of everything just kept getting better, bought a nicer camera, uh, you know, figured out how to sync, you know, to use some of the video software to sync up the, the quality audio with the, uh, the nice visuals, uh, you know, and now I'm at a hundred and this week will be uh, not a hundred, <laughs> 373. Oh my goodness. Wow. So, that's over seven years of once a week and it's a lot, you know, it's, uh, it's hard to stop it now that yeah. it's been that, that amount of time. And, um, but it's great. I love it. I, you know, come up with a musical idea and don't, you know, I don't stress on it too much. I'm not too precious about it. I just kind of start working it up. I right. lay down a scratch guitar and whatever happens on the drums might dictate, uh, what happens with the rest of it you know with the right. bass the little accent here a little stopping a little you know whatever um and i improve on each of the instruments a little bit in in practice you know in in doing this each week and mixing and all that stuff so so i've seen i've seen some episodes where you have guest musicians and then there are some other episodes where it's just you and um so tell us about that. What's involved if you have a guest or what's involved if it's just you? What do you, what's your if workflow? If it's just me, I'm playing everything and I don't really kind of advertise that as a, mm -hmm. you know, look at me. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, just kind of film myself playing the guitar usually, but yeah, right. I, do, I play all the instruments on the track and it usually starts uh, maybe in my living room with a, with a guitar and lay down an idea on my phone and kind of, all right, what else can I do? You know, maybe three sections or something uh lay down a scratch guitar get behind the drum set play uh play to that add the bass uh any other you know production elements that i want right sometimes it has a you know a predetermined hook that i might play on the guitar and sometimes it's straight up improv but it's always about you know 80 75 percent improv right, uh, right which can be you know I've learned to live with mistakes through this, you know, because yeah. you're filming yourself and you're, you know, you're putting it out there and you could do it over a hundred times, you know, but um, 
improvisation, you know, you're kind of, there's going to be things that you love and things that you don't uh, love. So, yeah. But I want it to sound natural, you know, so I've been learning to live with the flubs. And then, and then tell us what you do when you have a guest. Um, have you had guest musicians of all sorts or just rhythm section players? Have you had any horn players or? No, just rhythm section at this point. Um, uh, I had one vocalist. On, I had my band. Um, I have a cover band. Um, we, we did a song, but uh, mostly started with mostly drummers. Mm -hmm. You, the great uh, Brian Doherty was on there. Yeah, my yeah friend it was Matt my pleasure. Mm -hmm. yeah, you sounded great. My friend Matt Byrne, he's in a, a metal band called Hate Breed, pretty popular metal band, uh, great drummer. And he's in, my, uh, in, in one of my bands. I had... Some other drummer, I had Brooke, uh, this girl, young girl, Brooke C. She's in an up and coming band called Plush now. They're, they're mm -hmm. actually, doing, they're doing great. And another guy, Georgie, that was in my uh, uh, original band. And then I had John Regan playing bass yeah. on a couple mm -hmm. with my friend, Matt. Uh, so what's the, what's the process? So, so um, you, I, cause I'm sure I can remember, but why don't you, Walk us through it for those listeners who may may not know much about remote recording or what you know. Bring us through A to Z. What do you do? Do you how do you exchange files and so on? Well, they're doing. Uh, everybody's been coming here to do them. Oh, gotcha. Gotcha. Uh, I think you may have done one from your house, but most people aren't uh, set up like that. When gotcha. my friend Matt comes here, he's done I think nine or ten of them at this point. Right. Um, I kind of send him, you know, a scratch track, which he sometimes listens to, sometimes he doesn't. Yeah. He usually shows up here and plays. And uh -huh. we have to work out the, there's a little coffee mug toast in the beginning Yeah. Uh, that we have to, you know, it's going to be, you know, a four count, then you're going to do this toast and then another four count. And then it's going to, we're going to come in and we're going to do it. And it's one take. It's not, yeah, yeah. no monkeying around with it. That's why, you know, you got to be able to play it all the way through. As, you know, yeah. And there's no fixing or any of that stuff. No punching, right? No, no, no. So the most most recent thing I did with my friend Matt was this game show medley, which was pretty intense. Uh, we did Price is Right, uh -huh. uh, Wheel of Fortune, and um, Family Feud. Nice. And it was fantastic, like, picking – I played the bass on all of it. He played the drums. I played the guitar, obviously. But picking those bass lines – I mean, those – it was – it's so incredible. The musicians on, on right. those, you know, on those soundtracks for those uh, – themed game show theme songs uh so we did a we, we, it was about six minutes of you know start to finish so he had to execute that all the way through and so did i have the guitar the, playing the bass for me is nice because uh that i can fix right right <laughs> or yeah, stop because yeah. i'm not filming myself doing it or whatever. yeah um so i had fun with that and, and learning all the parts and it was, it was a good time so but that's it and then and then i had been putting people in a little window up in the corner and now i'm kind of doing if i have another person in there just side by side mm -hmm. uh giving them the same same amount of you know right space visual space uh but it's been you know i'm always kind of trying to improve it and learn and uh you know sync up the video I, so i felt sorry back to that I'm kind of over the place so i'll put the camera in front of the drums there and he'll do his thing and then I'll have that file and then um then I'll do mine later and just sync it up after I mix the track and everything right uh, right and that's it um it's pretty cool have fun with it you know <laughs> that's a, that's that's a great great way to work um and um 
Do you ever feel like there's a tight squeeze? Like what what do you what do you do if you have a vacation book to Turks and Caicos that's, or you know? That's tough. That's happened yeah. many times. Gotta do two. The week. Thank, yeah, Thanksgiving week. Yeah. <laughs> have to double up. Have to double up. Yeah. If I go away uh, for a week, whatever. I mean, that's that's coming up. I'm actually going away with uh Professor Louie and the Chromatics to find oh, nice. our friend John Platania. Yeah. Um for a week, a little Midwest thing. Uh little midwest tour so i'm gonna have to double up before that the week before that i'll have to do two so one might end up being just a solo finger style piece that i it's right. not a big to do you know and i like to mix up those styles you know right i'll do metal then i'll do country or blues or finger pick you know finger style thing or whatever or game so, show <laughs> so for those for those who haven't seen it i mean i where we would describe it it basically features your your musical i mean you 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 kind of genre hop you you demonstrate that you can you're very very musical you play tastefully you come up with Thank great you. great so, great songs great little little me melodies that you can kind of bite size little breakfast right. you know breakfast right. treats so, so to speak because that's kind of the feature it's like a, it's like a sure. breakfast jam kind of thing right Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And like I said, I don't, I don't stress too much over, you know, it be, you know, the perfect idea or whatever. It's just kind of flowing through and on, you know, onto the, I want it to be good, obviously, but I'm right. not, you know, spending weeks writing something. I mean, I write something quick and I do it. Right. Right. Uh, and I'm, I'm mostly a lot of improv on the guitar. Mostly yeah. improv. And I love your opening. The, your opening sequence is great with your cat in the studio. Yeah, well, I actually kind of bailed on that. That opening sequence. Because, oh, really? Okay. Yeah, because um, the YouTube thing, I'm trying to get to, you know, I feel like I was losing people a little bit at the beginning. People need that, like, instant what's happening here. People don't want to sit through it, I feel like. Right. So I'm trying to kind of streamline it a bit. So I did drop that. I might make a shorter intro. Because the intro is nice, but you're they're already sitting through this business of like, yeah, yeah, the yeah. Montos thing, and I don't want to turn people away, you know. It's so funny that we're always um, we're so cognizant of of that these days, right? Of pe people's attention spans. That it's tough. You can look right on the YouTube, you know, the analytics, and you can see where where it dips, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> where that intro was, or the coffee mug thing, and it goes back up, and then it fades out, but. Must be the um, advent of TikTok because TikTok has just, I think, brought brought yeah. down the attention span of hu humanity. You know? I have fun with TikTok too, though. I've been kind of getting into that. I think you see a lot of the morning jams on Instagram. I mean, yes. they are shortened, so like they they've been about six minutes long, really, mm -hmm. uh, on YouTube and Facebook. So, but on Instagram, I have to trim them down. And yeah, TikTok, yeah. I could do a few minutes, but now, but uh, yeah. So you're missing the, you know, parts of it, but I'm trying to get the YouTube channel happening. I have, a, you know, a decent amount of subscribers, but I still don't have, you know, it's trying to monetize and, right. um, you know, my videos forever were only three minutes long. So it takes to get up to the watch time that you need a, is a challenge. But. Do you, so what part does this um, morning jam take place in kind of bringing in subscribers to social media or youtube is it like a bit is it a big piece of you know for sure 
It's every, yeah. For me, it's every, it's everything, really. I mean, <laughs> because I'm yeah. sure you have right. your, but you but you probably have your songs up there, your albums, some right, some some music videos and so on, right? I do for on, sure, on but channel. I haven't. I haven't. I mean, I did the uh, the instrumental record uh, put out in 2020. I think that you were on a, a couple songs before that was a, a few years before. I mean, I haven't really been pushing the the original music. I mean, I sing too. I don't know mm-hmm. for your listeners, <laughs> and I and I write songs. Uh, but I'm kind of every time I put a band together and become a lead singer, I feel like this doesn't make me happy. Right? Yeah, you know. Yeah. Uh, I love playing the guitar. I love playing live, you know, uh, and I love playing the guitar. But wrangling a band and being the the main guy sometimes just burns me out. So yeah. I, but I still love to write songs and sing. So. So I haven't been pushing that out as much, you know, more the right. more the guitar aspect of it. But yeah, I definitely get subscribers and uh, have a nice following on each of the platforms. And so, yeah, I I do remember that you and I uh, worked remotely uh, when I was your guest on the on a Thursday morning jam. And yep. um, walk us through what we did there. Like, <laughs> what would you do, or what what do you do when, you know? singer songwriter wants wants them to play wants you to play on their you know on their album or their demo what happens that's pretty straight ahead and easy i mean i have a great setup here um i worked at a music store alpha music for many years and a great store um and i was able to buy you know buy stuff over the time you know i have a great setup here so basically somebody sends me uh you know the track uh a rough you know gives me the tempo maybe mm-hmm. gives me some idea what they want um and i usually send them back you know eight or ten pieces of you know maybe acoustic guitar rhythm maybe a you know some can some candy parts some bass if they want bass or right you know electric rhythms send that to them and they can do what they want with it usually mix it quick so they can hear kind of yeah. you know what it sounds like um, I did that for you, I think, for a song. Yeah, uh, yes, indeed, yeah. That was great. And I did a lot of, speaking of Alto Music, I did a lot for, with, you know, the owner of Alto Music uh, writes songs. He's a great songwriter, and he um, had a band that I was part of and did, did a lot of recording with them uh, remotely like that. Would send him the files, many ideas, you know, to, for him to sift through, and he would kind of, he would edit them and, and, you know, do whatever he wanted with them. Right. And he had fantastic, you know, we had Steve Jordan on the record. And, oh my goodness. Uh, great Chris Ward Algae mixing it. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. sick. Crazy. Um, so. So yeah. I'm, I'm, I, I, I'm going to make it a point to ask, you know, my guests about this remote recording thing. Like, how do you, where do you, you know, do you feel like it's here to stay? Do you, how do you think it changed the business or the way that you write songs or the way that you interact with people and, and other artists? Because fortunately or unfortunately, it's kind of, you know, what the C-19 thing, you know, kind of made us work this way. So for sure, how do you feel about it? And, you know, what's your... It's pretty convenient. I mean, I definitely, I mean, I would rather be in a room with a bunch of, you know, with a band, you know, at least getting the basic drums, bass, and, uh, you know, rhythm guitar, getting that vibe. But uh, it's kind of cheaper this way. Right. <laughs> it's it's yeah. expensive to run out a big studio. <clears throat> uh, 
you know, and, and pay all the musicians and everything for okay. a day. Um, but that's the way I've kind of done in the past. I mean, mm -hmm. well, you, you did some tracks for me at Milt. Uh, and before that I had, I had Graham and, uh, and Gary Burke together playing, uh, eight or nine tunes with me. And then I kind of took it back here and, and, and built on it. Right. Um, gives a different vibe, but I'm, I'm just kind of so used to doing the layering one thing at a time at this point that it's kind of works out for me. Um, I'm sure some people, you know, think it's a, you know, <laughs> terrible, ter terrible yeah. way to do it and that the band's got to be in the same room. And, and I get that too, but. Well, I can, uh, you know what, I, I do agree with you and you bring up a good point. Like if, if we were in, you know, a string quartet, we would, we would think that this is horrible because we have to hear the sound of the room and we have to, we're playing right. off the air of the, you know, instruments of somebody sitting next to you, but, you know, we've been working in studios for years where, you know, your amp has probably been in, a, in another room. Correct. Always. And maybe you're playing in the control room and maybe the drummer is go boat off somewhere exactly. far away, or maybe you're just coming for overdubs. For, so in many regards, we've been, we've been doing this for years. The whole time. Right? Yeah. Right. And adding overdubs to it. And, you know, it's for right. me anyway, it's never been like, that's what it is, you know, like the yeah. band playing and, the, and it's done now. <laughs> yeah yeah uh, always kind of adding stuff or replacing stuff tinkering um try not to tinker too much now i kind of went down a path of uh wanting everything to be perfect and fixing it and now i'm kind of you know even with the technology trying not to not to you know auto-tune too much yeah yeah or when we shift things around too much i mean a little bit of uh you know the mistakes are, are good and i've learned that over you know yeah over time because it's tough when you can when you can do all this stuff mess around with it but I, it does take the life out of it a little bit if i was talking to somebody recently about um about how i use logic and it's my knowledge of logic is very basic just it's very functional like because my view is no one and you know yourself included no one is going to want me to mix my drums what right after i recorded for you and I'm not going to send you a mixed version of my drums. I'm going to send you my drums flat. So all yeah. of the bells and whistles, all of the post-production stuff that Logic has to offer, many of the plugins, I haven't even touched ever. And you're you're, but you're playing some guitar, and I know you write songs. Oh, absolutely. But um, you're you're, are you doing any of that kind of uh, making productions, playing the drums yourself and and the guitar and everything? Yeah, that that, that would be my next step. <clears throat> you know, if it's just where I'm collaborating with someone and and I'm sending them a drum track on their right. song, there's really nothing. I'm I'm, I'm assuming right. that they're going to mix it and it's going to be processed and and there's capturing. You're just recording it. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So my my knowledge of logic only expands as I run into problems. You know, and, and then I do a quick YouTube search and there it is. You know, I'm always wondering, I wonder if this is how other other musicians work, because I'm only learning when, when I run into like problems and that's kind of how I learned this too. I mean, it's yeah. just kind of get it to the point where you can use it. Right. You know, and get yeah. it to work. I mean, uh didn't go to school for learning pro tools or anything right. like that, or, you know, didn't read the, any manuals or anything. Yeah, started, yeah. started using it and, you know, learn, learn as you go kind of. 
So take it, take us, I, I usually start with a question where I ask, describe to our, you know, pretend like your our audience doesn't know who you are. So describe to them who, who, who you are, what it is that you do and kind of how, how you get here. And then I've been realizing that that's kind of a, a huge question, you know? Um, so that could take either like, you know, 30 seconds to answer or it could take like 10 minutes. But um, anyway, tell us, basically try and, you know, try and take, take a stab at it, do your best. Tell us, tell us how you view yourself and how'd you get here? What are some of your influences and so on and so forth? I consider myself to be a pretty creative person. Uh, uh, you know, I like to draw. I like to do landscape my, in my backyard. I built a patio back there. I love, you know, guitar, obviously, and the other instruments. I don't. I guess I am a multi instrumentalist, but I don't. I don't really bill myself as that. I mean, I I play the drums and the bass to the bass. I'm pretty good at the drums. Mm -hmm. I'm pretty average at or whatever. But um, I don't know. How did I get here? started playing guitar when I was 14 was was a like kind of a metalhead when I when I was a, mm. a teenager but always kind of exploring other styles of music along the way like had Depeche Mode records and Steve mm -hmm. Vaughan records and Pink Floyd whatever but uh mainly a rock 80s rock you know grew up in the late 80s so you know Van Halen obviously all that all that um always played in original bands all through the 90s never played in cover bands now i'm only playing cover bands <laughs> <laughs> kind of crazy but um well louis or whatever right? but i have a i have a, a nice uh trio that does covers and i'm playing in john regan's band now at easy street that does right, covers right. um what else i don't know i i go you know mainly the guitar really love playing guitar really worked really hard at it when i was uh starting out in my bedroom you know just <laughs> grinding it out right i've right. gone through phases of you know stylistically went through a country phase um with the guitar and just with songwriting and that helped me learn how to write songs really uh better actually <clears throat> um right trying to write in that genre i don't know what else to say about that nice. um so how do you feel about i mean i i it's my view, or it was my view when I when I was younger. I was kind of like married to a certain genre or a certain style, you know. And it was difficult to like branch out until much later in my life. But so, how did you find checking out other influences and in other genres? <clears throat> I think that started. <clears throat> what do you mean, like later in life with the country kind of thing? Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> or or at a young age, what you know, were you simultaneously listening to? metal and hard rock and punk rock and and <laughs> <laughs> yeah um well my my uncle bought me a stevie i sold a soul on vinyl for one you know he, my nephew's playing guitar he needs a slide and yeah, he needs yeah. a record and some picks and whatever so um you know so i had you know ryan james dio iron maiden and scorpions whatever and then i had this uh Steve Ray Vaughan. I could always appreciate, you know, I loved the, I loved his guitar playing and uh, just always kind of dug that even like weird, like Brian Ferry, but like oh, I had yeah. that, like, on, like boys, to girls, <clears throat> boys and girls or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, just, to, you know, always appreciated different, different vibes instead of just the, you know, the heavy rock thing. But that was kind of my main 
as a right. kid, you know, I wanted to be a shredder, you know, I wanted to play, wanted to play yeah, yeah. that. But I always loved, you know, Southern rock and blues and, and all that stuff as well. Um, so where do you, do you have, um, yeah, do you have, do you find yourself listening to one genre now over other genres? I feel like now I should listen to more music in general. I feel yeah. like I listen to my own music too much. Just always working on my own music. Um, you know, it was awesome. I gave a guitar lesson uh, a few days ago, and I guess it was Teacher Appreciation Week last yeah, week. Yeah, yes, so, it was. Yeah. So my um, my st one of my students brought over. Uh, oh, couple, nice! Uh, I'm a big Black Sabbath. Uh, you know, mob mm -hmm. rules. Mm -hmm. Dave Laffin, his name is. Shout out to Dave Laffin, super nice guy. But uh, Heaven and Hell mob rules and Holy Diver and and the uh, and this Asia record. Oh yeah, oh Asia, <laughs> yes. So that was awesome. So I listened to those. You know, I, I I listen to music. I listen to some jazz. I listen to some. You know, I mix it up. Whatever. Right. You know, some whatever I feel like. You know, I like pop music. I listen to pop music in the car sometimes. I listen to podcasts a lot in the car too. Yeah, sure. Music. Um, I, I just discovered this feature. So I subscribe to, I, I listen to Spotify and, um, but I, my subscription is to Apple music and they do have a feature where similar to Spotify, which I just learned, but if I call up one song, I could call up a Roxy music song and just listen to it. And then if I don't do anything, it'll find, you know, the algorithm will work. It's magic and we'll find yeah. similar. It'll pull, pull up the cure and then, yeah. From the cure, it'll go to Tears for Fears and it'll just keep going until, you know. That's but, another band, too, in that in that whole time of uh, hard rock, like the cure, like Disintegration, like that record, Fascination Street, just something oh, about that. Seemed great like, songwriting. Right. And just the vibe of it just kind of, you know, grabbed me. But and um, yeah, totally. And then it, it, it'll just play the next cool thing. For and, I, and I keep thinking, like, wow, why do I even want to listen to, right? I kind of don't want to listen to entire albums because i'm getting it's like my own private radio mix that i'm that i just discovered but i also noticed in my playlists it it, it generates a list for me every week like every tuesday or every saturday it gets up so and the songs were really really good like i just discovered it. i was like you know what this is really friggin' good um i don't know so it's just just makes it makes you wonder. Um, kind of brings brings me back to be, uh, appreciating listening to music again. You know, sure. Where sure. <clears throat> it was kind of in the same mode where I was listening to stuff that I was working on, or listening to podcasts and interviews and stuff, which are also yeah. great. To what people are listening to right now, hopefully. Yeah, hopefully. Um, <laughs> so tell us about your music. Tell us about your 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 albums and your your body of work as a singer songwriter oh wow uh as a solo i had this band called downside joe red which was actually should have just called it my own name but i thought using my name was weird i have a weird sounding name. nobody can pronounce it like at the beginning uh but that's kind of how it started and that's kind of a rock country-ish rock kind of vibe um had a bunch of friends playing that Mm -hmm. that's the first record that i wrote like myself i'm pretty proud of it um i did milk mix that for me um 
I sang, you know, I sang on it and played all the guitars. I got a friend to play bass and a friend to play drums. Uh, that was, I think, in 2010. And then the next record, I did use my own name. And that's kind of more got a country-ish rock vibe, but more on a more lighter, lighter. Um, that's a Gary and Graham played on that. Right. Um, and I'm proud of that, too. Did that. It's got one instrumental song on it called Annabelle. And mm -hmm. a couple of years later, I <laughs> did another one that you played a couple, so I mm -hmm. think two songs. Yeah. yeah, and that one was uh, my pleasure. That's called Compass, and <clears throat> you know, wrote and sang on all that, and played a lot of the bass on it. And my friend John, you know, John Regan played bass on some of that, and then the instrumental record, which was uh, at the beginning of COVID, finished that. Right. And that 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 left that's called Jams, and that was all inspired by uh, Morning Jam uh, things that you know I loaded my Morning Jams into <laughs> into iTunes and kind of listened down that's great yeah and was like this is interesting you know yeah. and some I hated and some I you know whatever stuck out as being you know good and interesting I kind of developed a little bit more and uh, right. I'm considering now just maybe putting them out each week I've been spending more time like releasing them, them kind of yeah. production wise they're sounding better yeah exactly um it's a thought, you know. I could see the bo the box set, right? The um, the the morning jam box set, right? Ep you know, episodes three twenty, exactly. <laughs> three sixty, and then another one. Yeah. That's after that's after you've in released each one individually for the first for the first like ten years. But I'm like, how much does it cost to release a single? I, I mean, am I, I even going to recoup? <laughs> I know. Do people want to buy them or they can just listen to them on YouTube or whatever? I don't really know. That's it's crazy how the business is set up, right? That where where the streams, I mean, uh, the, are, are you are you telling us you're not really making a lot of money on the streams or or YouTube plays? I'm not even monetized on YouTube because I don't have the watch hours. I have the subscribers, but you need 4000 watch hours in the past year. And I just that's a lot. It's a tough, uh, it's a tough thing. Right. I Maybe mean, a decent amount of views, and some of them take off. But right. I don't have any with a hundred thousand views. Or is there, like is there something you could play right there off the cuff for us? Anything? Uh, just, just, just like this. Go ahead. Like this? Yeah. I don't know if you can hear that. That's it. Yeah. No, just just, just to get a little taste. Sound, sounds this great. Morning, this week's morning jam idea. Kind of a, you know, chicken picking uh, right. telly deal. Uh, that'll be Thursday. I don't know. This will probably be airing after that, but morning yeah, well, jam 373. Anyway. anyway. Nice. <laughs> nice. Well, there, um, yeah, this will probably be out. Let's see. It's May 9th today. Yep. Or 10th. 9th? It's the 9th. The 9th. And uh, this will probably be out within a week. I don't really do a lot of editing. It's just the conversation. Cool. And that's it. You know, so far, I've not really been flying in any, any musical exemplars or anything. So just the, just the convo. Um, I was nervous after hearing uh, Platania's interview because I'm like, I don't have any kind of uh, plan moon dance. <laughs> well, I did. You know what? I, I made it that it, it, it did take me a while. I had to, again, I, I, I didn't know how to 
how to fly in music, how to grab music from, from you know, different platforms. And, um, but I felt that for someone, you know, for John's work, the listener needed to hear his work with Van Morrison, you know, sure, so, 100%. so, uh, and realize, like, even I realized, like, oh my goodness, this song that I hear every day in ShopRite or in, you know, in, at Home Depot is this guy that we know, John Platania. On it's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> So he's from he's from Highland, New York. Where 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 are you from originally? I was born in Memphis, Tennessee. Actually, I was nice. uh, I was adopted. Um, lived in Tennessee for the first year of my life, and okay. outside of Nashville, actually, and then moved to. I grew up in Pleasant Valley. Uh, after that, Pleasant that's, Valley. That's Hudson Valley, New York, right? Yep. Yeah. And, and, and uh, have you been there ever since? Have you lived anywhere else? No, been here, been here. I like it here. Um, did think about moving to Nashville for a minute, and kind of decided no. Spent a you know went there for a week to kind of think about that, and but I decided no. <laughs> Thanks. <Yeah. so. laughs> uh, the, uh, they have enough guitar players there, and yeah. you know I don't know. It's uh, it's beautiful around here. I love it around. Yeah, here. it's funny when um. Well, I I love the Hudson Valley, and um. And I'm not originally from the Hudson Valley, but I've fallen in love with Hudson Valley over the years. And but it's funny when you tell, you know, people who don't live in New York and kind of don't have any frame of reference that you live, you know, in in New York, they think that you're living in the Bronx. Right. For sure. <laughs> right. They, they don't know that like outside of, you know, 40 miles north of New York City. There's nothing like becomes, that. Yeah. Just becomes well, this yeah. is a great area for that reason too, though. I mean, you have access to that within whatever an hour and a half, and then in the other direction, you're in the middle of nowhere. So right, right. Nice. You can be in the Berkshires and skiing and the Finger Lakes, and it, you know, and it's beautiful. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And the seasons, love the seasons. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. Um, so we were just talking about your music, and uh, so you you kind of wrap things up with your instrumental. Your instrumental album in 2020 was kind of your last release yeah and now i do want to put a, a couple out you know some things out with vocals i've been enjoying singing again i don't, I don't think i want to start a band and be, be a singer but maybe just some right. tunes uh i'm in a couple bands now i'm in a band called albino love slaves which is um a cover band that uh, we put our own spin on you know anything from ludicrous you know we do hip-hop we do mm -hmm. Allison Chains, we do Chris Stapleton, we do Stevie, you know, whatever. Right. Whatever we kind of feel like doing. And we just had a great show opening for uh, Vanilla Fudge at the Paramount last oh, very week. Very nice. That was, uh, that was great. We got a standing ovation. We did work. Very Games. nice. I loved it. Wow. So, and that whole video is on, um, I put together a video uh, that's on YouTube also. So, right. Um, so of that show, so that's pretty good. We will definitely check that out and where possible i will put links if you send me some links i will I'll put links that. in the show note show notes on, on uh, the platform where the podcast originates and then we'll, we'll see if it makes it to the other to the other platforms but um uh who who is in vanilla fudge now uh original members oh. except for the bass player so i think he yeah, just passed yeah still in there um Vince Martell is that the guitar player? I, I'm, not, I'm not sure. No, all their Mister. Wait, wait, wait. Let me look. Uh, I, think, I knew it was Carmine. 
Apice and um, Tim Bogert, because later they went on to play with Jeff Beck. You, you know that album? I didn't know that, actually. They, they played, they did one album with Jeff Beck, which is, actually, the album was called Beck, Bogart, and Apice. Mark Stein, mm -hmm. Tim Bogart. Uh, that was the original line. It's still Mark Stein, uh, Vince Martell, and Carmine. Wow. Apathy? A piece? I don't know. Whatever. It, yeah. whatever. <laughs> I feel like I, I butcher it, but just go just go for it. And they were you, nice. Did you they stick around good. to see them play? Or? Yeah, we did. Yeah, they were good. They were definitely good. Yeah, for sure. And a similar kind of, they, I didn't, I don't know. I didn't listen to them a ton, like growing up, but that they do mostly cover songs as right. well. <laughs> well, they, uh, they they had a big hit with uh, "Keep Me Hanging On,", hanging on. right? Exactly, that which is a cover song, right? Right, exactly. Uh, <coughs> but that was a great show. That's a great, uh, great theater. So, um, Ray hooked up. I think you know Ray Wilson. Yes, 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 yeah. Um, but so I've been doing that band a lot, and. Um, we have a bunch of shows coming up and i have a show coming up at the easy street with john regan he asked me to do that so i was flattered and their rig their uh their guitar player that was you know in the band before has a gig at the empire state building every thursday friday and oh, Saturday. <laughs> so that made it hard for them to gig tony to follow i don't know him but he's a great guitar player. yes i know him yeah, yeah. um wow i wonder if you have to go up to the top does he have to go up to the observation deck I'm not sure exactly where he plays the night play away after. I mean, that's a nice gig to have, you know? Yeah. <laughs> nice gig. Uh, that's funny. From from a drummer's perspective, um, I don't know. I mean, uh, uh, playing in New York City is probably probably playing in any other city where if, once you have a lot, if you're hauling PA or hauling drums or got it. lots terrible. of gear, double parking and- Parking, terrible. Parking's terrible, lo loading into through kitchens and loading docks and everything. But um, but anyway, so I did I kind of wanted to wrap up by asking you where, you know, where can people find you? What are you what are you available for? And um I'm definitely yeah. available for any kind of uh session work on the guitar remotely, hundred uh -huh. percent. You know, I would love nice. love anything like that. And uh yeah, people can check out toddmyhand.com to hear me play and uh, you know, I'm on Spotify and iTunes and all that stuff too. Or, you know, my YouTube channel's pretty active. You know, once a week I've been, you know, I put an original piece of music out there, the morning jam thing. Right. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's definitely, if you search my name, stuff will definitely come up. You know? And it's T-O-D-D-M-I-H-A-N.com, yeah. correct? You got it. Exactly. Okay. So I wanted to make sure it was absolutely correct. Well, Todd, we look forward to hearing more about you and hearing more of your music and definitely your Thursday jams. So thanks um, for having me, Brian. Yeah, good, definitely. Was our pleasure. And we want to wish you the best with, with it all. Same to you. And we'll have to do another uh, collaboration of ourselves sometime. That would be fun. We certainly will. Take care. And we'll right, see you soon. Take care, Brian. Well, let's wrap this up by checking out one of Todd's songs. I had the pleasure of playing drums on this one. This is called Carousel. Well, I've been spinning in circles for too long now. Got on your ride and I can't slow down. Started in heaven, left me in hell. 
like a clown on your carousel Over and over the same old songs Broken records, we play too long We make up, we break up, you leave me confused Say you want me, cut me loose Lift me up, drag me down We can't find that middle ground Push me left, pull me right Say you love me, then you won't find I've been dizzy since I fell Spin around on your carousel Slow down, started in heaven, left me in hell Be like a clown 